eco-friendly living. For a lot of people out there, it can seem like a daunting task, one with so many options and paths that you end up feeling overwhelmed and confused instead of inspired and ready to take action. It's hard enough living life today without adding another thing to your plate. That's why I'm here to help. I'm here to pull you out of the societal norms of materialism and overconsumption so that you can live a happier, simpler, more eco-friendly life by making small changes in your habits, mindset, and home. This is Kayla Rogers, and you're listening to the Unrooted Mama Podcast. Hey guys, thank you for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama Podcast. So it is officially April, at least while I'm recording and publishing this episode. And as a lot of people know, April 22nd is Earth Day this year. But a lot of people are taking the initiative to turn Earth Day into a whole month. So a lot of people are celebrating Earth Month for the entire month of April, which I think is absolutely amazing. Obviously, I am 100% on board with that. So today I thought it would just be fun to do an episode on five ways to celebrate Earth Month. Whether you are just starting out on your sustainable living journey or you are a ways down the line and you've already made a lot of changes in your life, these are things that pretty much anybody can apply to their life to just live a little bit more environmentally friendly and again, just celebrate the Earth and how amazing our planet is. I'm going to be doing all five of these things this month, and I will kind of update you guys on them. If anybody is interested in following along, my Instagram is at unrootedmama. But as I do all of these different activities this month, I'll share them with you guys and kind of just encourage you guys to keep up with the Earth Month celebration all month long. But these are five, again, just good ways for anybody to be able to celebrate Earth Month. The first one is watch some climate documentaries and educate yourself about what's going on in the world in terms of different environmental topics and issues. If you have Netflix, there are a ton of really, really good sustainability and earth-related documentaries out there that are really, really insightful and just really good to watch if you want to educate yourself more about this. Some of them that I've watched that are just awesome are Our Planet, a Life on Our Planet, My Octopus Teacher, um, the new one, Seaspiracy, that like everyone is talking about. But there's, if you just type in sustainability documentaries in Netflix or, you know, Hulu or Prime, wherever you watch your movies at, there are so many really good resources and documentaries out there. So that is the first way that you can celebrate Earth Month. It's pretty easy. You could just like watch a documentary, even put one on for like you and the kids whatever it is, but I think that the first step in really being eco-conscious is the background information behind it, right? If you don't know what's going on in the world and why these certain topics are so important, because if you're trying to live a more eco-conscious life, having at least some background information on different sustainability problems and problem areas, in my opinion, that just really helps boost you on your journey because it gives you a an even bigger reason why like you're trying to live more eco-friendly and why you're making these eco-friendly changes because if you just make the changes I guess with no 
purpose behind it, it's it's really easy to lose your footing and lose motivation. So the more that you educate yourself on climate topics and sustainability, the more passionate, at least in my opinion, in my personal experience, the more I learn about what's going on in the world, the more passionate I am about making these changes and sticking to them. So way number two that we can celebrate Earth Month is to clean up a local area or a park. This is one of my favorites. We did this while we lived in Korea. We lived like in a big apartment complex and right at the bottom of the apartment complex, there was a patch of grass and it really wasn't that big, but it's pretty much where everybody went to take their dogs and, you know, to walk their animals, which not a lot of people had animals over there, but that's where we went to let our corgi go to the bathroom. And there was so much trash. Like it was maybe 20 feet long by 10 feet wide and it yeah again it was not a huge area of space but somehow it accumulated so much trash like I think we went out there on earth day while we lived in that apartment and I think we cleaned up four huge trash bags worth of garbage that people had just shoved in there and really getting out there and getting our son involved and letting him see us cleaning up after the earth that way and also everybody that walked by saw that we were taking this initiative to keep the community clean and do something positive for the earth and overall it just felt so good and It's really just so rewarding to be able to see that like you actually physically did something that and you know you cleaned up an area that people walk past and use every day and nobody else cared enough to clean up all the trash but you know you're showing that someone cared enough to say hey guys like we should take better care of our local areas. So this is just a really good one and if you're a mom or a parent Getting your kids involved with this is a really, really great way to teach them to be good Samaritans and not litter and clean up after the earth. So this is definitely something that I plan on doing at least once this month, maybe a couple, like two or three times with um, my kids because I just love this. I think another aspect to this one too is that especially if it's like a park in your local community or right in your neighborhood, whatever it is, if people drive past or walk past or there are other kids at the park and they see you out there cleaning up the trash and they see your kids out there taking care of the earth, I think that this can really inspire a lot of people to really like think about oh wow, like yeah, we should all be taking better care of the earth and cleaning up this trash and you know, I feel like it can just inspire change in other people in that way. So number three kind of goes right along with this and that is do nature and outdoor activities, Um, especially if you have kids, doing outdoor activity with your kids and teaching them earth appreciation. So whether this is like going on walks through your local nature park or going on hiking trails with your kids or even just playing out in your backyard and letting your kids look at the different like grass and wildflowers and sticks and rocks and all of those kind of things just all of that kind of stuff especially if you're a mom it's so good for your kids to get out in nature I extensively studied this in school there was like a whole course that I took about children in nature and It helps their brains process and learn and progress and grow so much more when they're out in nature versus when they are cooped up inside without access to natural areas. 
So I know that it's been cold outside since it just got finished being winter. We're finally in spring. And I know me personally, when it's really cold and windy and just crappy outside, I really don't do as many outdoor activities with my kids just because after five or 10 minutes of being outside, they're both, you know, their fingers are freezing and they're complaining about being super cold and I just feel bad. So now that it's warming up, this is something that I'm really going to prioritize because when all of us are outside and, you know, hiking or on walking trails or again, just playing in the backyard, it boosts everybody's mood and just makes us feel so much better. So definitely, if that's not something that you do a ton, that's a really, really great way to celebrate Earth Month. And if you don't have kids, even if you are just by yourself or, you know, with a friend, going out and going hiking, going on walking trails, exploring your local parks and any national or, you know, state parks in your area, this is such a great way to give you something positive to do. Like, I I don't know about everybody listening to this, but I have never felt more happy and at peace than when I am on walking trails or when I'm going on like a hike through really, really pretty areas. Nothing in the world makes me happier than that. So if that's you too, then just make it a priority this month to go out and actually do those kind of outdoor activities that you love. So the fourth way that you can celebrate Earth Month is to create a trash audit. If you are trying to lower your waste and or you know you have the dream of eventually being zero waste or just a low waste family, making a trash audit can be very, very insightful to what you actually end up throwing away. So there are a lot of methods onto how to conduct a trash audit. There are different work te- like worksheets and templates that you can use. There are Excel spreadsheets, but in my opinion, the easiest way that I have done a trash audit is to just have a little notebook next to the trash can. And every time that you throw something away, write it down on the little notebook. So say you throw away a paper towel, write paper towel, and then just do tally marks for every paper towel you throw away after that. Or if you throw away like food scraps, write food scraps, and then every time that you're scraping food into the trash can, do a little tally mark next to that. You know, it can literally be this for everything. Every time that you throw away a jello cup or a Q-tip or, you know, a plastic package that was wrapped around your grapes or something, write it down on there and then just tally for maybe a week or, you know, you can pick however long you want to do it. Some people do a month. Some people do five days or one week or two weeks. However long you want to audit your waste for, just keep track of what you throw away. Now, I, again, I probably wouldn't do it for a whole month or two weeks. I would say maybe a week max because mentally that's a lot to keep up with, like, you know, writing down every single time you throw something away. But again, this can be really, really, really insightful Even if you only do it for a few days, it can show you ways that you're producing excess waste. So if you're like, oh, well, I still use paper towels, but it's only like a couple a day. If you get there and you see that like the tally marks next to paper towels are just so, you know, like almost endless, then it it might be a, a good push for you or a sign like, oh, wow, I do throw away a lot more of this than I initially thought. Maybe it's time to finally buy those reusable paper towels or, you know, reusable straws or whatever it is that you're, you know, you kind of have this moment of realization of how much you actually throw away. 
So yeah, doing a trash audit can just be a really, really good way to celebrate Earth Month because it can give you the insight that you need to in order to actually cut back and lower your waste. So the last way to celebrate Earth Month is to learn one new sustainable habit. So whether you've been thinking about maybe starting a compost bin or you've been thinking about starting a little herb garden or vegetable garden outside or you've really been wanting to make more plant-based meals and cut back on the amount of meat that you produce, um, you know, or if you see all this stuff about thrift shopping and you've never really known how to thrift, you know, thrift shop, but you want to start shopping secondhand since it's better for the environment, just pick one sustainable habit that has been pulling at you and that you have felt compelled to try and just go for it this month. Like, you know, you don't have to perfect anything, but at least taking a shot at like composting, gardening, thrifting, whatever it may be, whatever that one sustainable habit that you have kind of been looking into, I encourage you to just pick one and roll with it this month. Celebrate Earth Month by trying to bring a new eco-friendly habit into your life and into your family's lives. So if there's that one thing that you have been wanting to try, I am here telling you, even if you're listening to this after April, just, you know, celebrate Earth Month in spirit with me right now and just go for it. You know, you are worth it and the environment is worth it and just take that shot. I believe in you. You got this. I still haven't decided what that one new sustainable habit for me is going to be. I've been composting like for the past year and a half, but I don't think composting at our new house is going very well because we have to have an enclosed um, pretty much trash can for compost since just the area that we live in. And so I think I'm going to try to perfect composting because I don't really have it down right now (laughs) and I'm still composting our fruit and veggie scraps and all of our cardboard waste and things like that so I'm definitely going to try to perfect composting but I might take a stab at gardening as well maybe at least something easy like herbs or microgreens or something like that because that's something that I've wanted to do for forever but I don't know I've never really had the push to do it so I might just say screw it and figure it out this month and I encourage you to pick one sustainable hobby or habit and just do the same. So there you have it. If you want to celebrate Earth Month, those are five ways that just about anybody can celebrate Earth Month. Again, to recap, watch some climate documentaries to educate yourself about what's going on in the world, clean up a local area or a park, Do nature and outdoor activities either with yourself or with your whole family to teach your family earth appreciation. Make a trash audit and then learn one new sustainable habit. Those are the five ways that I'm going to be celebrating Earth Month this month. And I really encourage you guys to do the same. And I hope that you guys take some of these and just roll with it and celebrate our earth and environment this month. So thank you guys so much for tuning into another episode of the Unrooted Mama podcast. If you decide to do any of these, I would absolutely love to hear what you guys do this month. So feel free to reach out to me on Instagram. I would love to get a DM if any of you guys are going to try these ideas. My username is at unrootedmama. Or you can join my eco-friendly living Facebook group and everybody will be posting in there about the ways that they are celebrating the earth this month. So if you want to join that, just go to unrootedmama.com slash Facebook group. 
super easy. I would love to have you in there. But yeah, thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode and until next time.